Packers Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Go Pack Go! Jumping on the WTMJ hotline, it's John Coon. Happy Monday, John. How you doing? Well, I'm doing all right. I'm a little bit tired. The plane didn't arrive back in Green Bay until about 4.30 in the morning. So it was a West Coast trip. Uh, jet lag maybe in both uh, flights, it, it seems. Yeah, you know what? Not not a great trip. Uh, it felt like the defense, John, kept the Packers in the game early on. That eventually collapsed. I wanted to ask you about something that seems to be becoming a pattern, big plays over the middle. What do you see when you look at the Packers' struggles over the middle of the field? Well, I mean, if it's a pattern that uh, that we're picking out here on Monday morning, it's it's probably a problem that's going on for the Packers for some time, and and that's definitely been one of their Achilles' heels this year on defense is the big plays uh, across the middle in the passing game. Uh, but that's really combined with the run game, their inability to really stymie offenses run game they, they can slow them down for times and they have had times where they've looked better but that threat of teams wanting to come out and run the ball against this defense is what truly sets up the crossing routes the deep middle routes because it gets the linebackers and the safeties to step up and as soon as they step up receivers are taking advantage on the back end and it, unfortunately we saw that happen uh, numerous times last night. You know, John, sometimes you, you you suit up and you lose a game and it's kind of a clunker like it was against the Chargers. You know, last night I look at it a little differently and I don't know if it's more concerning or what the right word is, but it, it just it felt like San Francisco was faster. They were more crisp. They tackled better. There were multiple red shirts around the ball carrier for the Packers. It I mean it it looked like a it, it looked like the Packers were overwhelmed, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you know that happens sometimes. And uh when you play teams that are good, when you play teams that are really good, especially when you play them at home, especially when you play them um, coming off of uh, a long trip out there, it, it can look that way if you don't have your A game. That game unfolded exactly the way that the 49ers look for their games to unfold. The Packers early, again, like we've seen it numerous times throughout the course of the year, put themselves in bad situations with A, uh, penalties, uh, first three drives, three penalties, set them back in the sticks, not getting enough yards on first and second down. I think they had seven uh, third and sevens or longer in the first half last night. That's not getting off to a good start. And when the 49ers get the lead, that's how they play downhill. And the momentum is contagious, and it just gains speed and it gains force, and that's how a team like the 49ers ends up running away with a game like that. Now, I contend that the Packers still have a lot of football left out in front of them. They have four games that on paper you look at and say they should win. Darn it, it's the NFL. they got to take it one game at a time and win each one of those. And then they got to match up with the Vikings in Minnesota that could be for the division championship. Now, they win that game. They get the division. That's great. They run the table and finish 13-3. and three. There are still some challenging games for all these other teams atop the NFC right now. So 13-3, and 12-4, and four, that could be something that puts the Packers in a really nice spot for the playoffs. And as it seems right now, this Packers team, although achieving more than what most of us thought they would at the beginning of the year, might be a team that can make some noise in the playoffs if they get home field. And I contend that I think home field – is really key for this Green Bay Packer team, probably more so than some of these other teams in the NFC right now, and that's still all right out there in front of them. 
Hey, John, Thanksgiving is coming up. Sometimes the Packers ended up playing on Thanksgiving. A lot of times they don't. Do the players get together? Do you have a, a favorite memory as a player getting together with other guys' families or your family and their families and spending Thanksgiving as a group? Yeah, as a, as, as a team, we always got together with our families uh, during football season, especially because you work on Thanksgiving. Even if you don't play a game on Thanksgiving, Thursday's a pretty big day in an NFL work week. So you still have to go to work. You still have to put the time in. So because of that, to take some of the emphasis off the wives who are at home by themselves, we would always join up and uh, everybody just brought a little bit to the party and had, you know, one dish or two dishes or a dessert or something like that. And I always thought that was a lot of fun because it was time for us to really sit down and, and really just spend time with each other as families. We spend so much time in the building, in the workplace, that sometimes we don't get as close with each other's families as we probably should be. That, that Thanksgiving was always a time to be able to step back and do some things like that. And uh, to me personally, my favorite memories was when we beat the Lions on Thanksgiving and then get to come home and have those parties. Because <laughs> if you have a party on a Thursday night after a victory, it's a lot sweeter than if you got to go to work yes. the next day for a Friday practice. He is Packers great John Kuhn. Thanks for being with us, John. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys.